Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs. And this is your week in DeFi on Monday, the 25th of October, 2021. Highlights this week, USDC has added support for Hedera. Arbitrum now represents 60% of total value locked in layer two. Element closes a $32 million round. The Terra stablecoin is migrating to Cosmos. And finally, the assets locked in DeFi have stayed relatively stable at uh, just over $175 billion this week. So USDC, the dollar-backed stablecoin that's very widely used, they've actually added support now for Hedera Hashgraph. So Hedera Hashgraph, although they're kind of bundled there with, you know, alongside other blockchain protocols, they actually use something called directed acyclic graphs to time sequence transactions. So they're not actually put in blocks, um, but the you know, the technology is kind of positioned as a, you know, a, a blockchain type platform there. And so by providing support on USDC, it certainly shows that there is a belief on Circle's behalf that it's going to be worth their while uh, supporting us, the stable coin there as well. And of course, for the overall ecosystem on Hedera, it's great because it means people have a sort of trusted stable coin that they can they can work with there. You know, where, of course, Hedera is interesting too, is that they've got a govern- governing council where they've got some very big established tech names on there, which includes you know Google, IBM, Boeing, and Deutsche Telekom. And so it's definitely one to watch to see how it evolves. The Arbitrum network has, according to data being uh, published by Uniswap, uh, have, have said that it seems that Arbitrum is like the dominant layer two network for DeFi. In the last week, the Uniswap founder Hayden Adams, who tweeted about daily volumes across the Uniswap decentralized exchange, uh, when they, they support uh, layer two networks as well. So that they, they actually support Arbitrum and Optimism in terms of you know, greater transaction throughput, but also lower costs for using the platform. And they basically said that um, the daily volume had actually passed 115 million uh, across the Arbitrum and Optimism networks. And whilst this isn't as much as the main Uniswap platform that's on Ethereum, uh, at, the, at the same time, it's still significant. Um, and they were saying there of that, $80 million was on Arbitrum and $14 million on Optimism. But it is important to keep in mind that this is there's still $1.3 billion in daily activity on Uniswap's core Ethereum-based protocol there. However, you know what's fascinating here is that, that Arbitrum was a significant platform in terms of you know, the volume of layer two data that was on it. And the layer two data aggregator L2Beats reckons that it's about 60% of the total value locked across layer two networks uh, is, is, is on Arbitrum. So it's certainly you know, grown significantly there. The decentralized derivatives exchange DYDX ranks second, apparently, with about 22%. And then Optimism is just about 7% at the moment. So it's, it's, it's helpful to certainly hear these metrics in terms of which of these layer two technologies are getting the, the most traction there. Element Finance has announced that they've raised another $32 million in a funding round, which was led by Polychain Capital. Andreessen Horowitz had actually previously contributed and also topped up in this round. One one of the fascinating things, though, about Element Finance is it only launched on June the 30th this year. And what it does is it enables people to purchase cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum and USDC at, at an actual discount. The intent here is that you know you have a certain amount, say, of ether, and then you can trade that for what it will be worth on the future in the future, and you, you in effect get the asset split into two specific tokens. One of them is where you know the asset will actually be at a point in time, and another is basically the actual yield over that time. 
And then people can actually hold that and they can actually then sell this, this token for its full price. The intent here basically is just to ensure that as people sit on these tokens that they can actually, uh, and their value appreciates over time, that they can actually benefit from that. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely one of those projects to uh, you know, scratch beneath the surface on a bit more. Uh, I don't really have time to go into a lot of detail on it here, but it's, it's certainly one to watch. And especially with that, that growth already, you know, getting this 32 million funding round. Also, another raise that happened this week, Sommelier Finance, which is a crypto project to help automate DeFi trading. They've raised 23 million in a Series A round. This was also led by Polychain Capital, but they've also had participation from Alameda Ventures, which is Sam Bankman-Fried's venture fund and a number of others in there. So the intent here anyway is that with the funding, they're actually going to upgrade their protocol and launch sellers to help manage liquidity across a number of different DeFi, DeFi protocols. Terra stablecoin UST is going to be migrating across to Cosmos. So Cosmos is one of the leading blockchains focused on interoperability. And basically this week, the Do Kwon, who's the CEO of Terraform Labs, who created the Terra blockchain, said that uh, they're going to migrate their UST stablecoin and its sought after governance token Luna to uh, anyone who's actually using the Cosmos blockchain. The idea here anyway is it's going to increase traction for the UST stablecoin, but also provide a stablecoin for applications based on Cosmos, which is kind of missing a widely used stablecoin currently. And so with this play, they view it as you know, a way to provide a bit more price stabilization for the DeFi ecosystem uh, and to help create more momentum around it there. Additionally, MDT, they've announced a data oracle for bridging capital markets and DeFi. So this decentralized data exchange network called uh, Measurable Data Token, they've unveiled a financial data oracle set. And the idea here is it's going to be a bridge of traditional finance and decentralized finance and the service is called measurable finance and so what they're going to do is provide you know, connectivity to external data sources so uh, they can feed take data from like the new york stock exchange the hong kong stock exchange and nasdaq amongst others and then they can you provide oracles that people can pull this data into their smart contract backed applications they're certainly not uh, the first to be doing this. Chainlink are very well established in this area, but the, the MT, MDT protocol are based out of out of Asia here. So there's there's other you know markets there that they can pull into the fold, um, but also they want to look at uh, giving app developers applications to things such as financial earnings reports, derivatives, and exchange traded funds. So it's quite you know finance focused in terms of. Uh, the traditional finance and bridging that with decentralized finance was with Chainlink. It's more about, say, crypto price data and some of these these types of things that are feeding on. In addition, though, to the various different integrations they've created there with the, with the real world. That's all we have for this week in DeFi. If you're interested in enterprise blockchain and protocols, crypto or NFTs, please check out our other Week in Blockchain episodes. And if you'd like to learn more about the people driving a lot of these innovations do check out our blockchain innovators podcast where i speak to individuals who've made significant contributions to the blockchain ecosystem find out what inspires them get their thoughts on the latest industry news and events spanning crypto blockchain protocols DeFi, nft DAOs, and iot thanks and i'll see you next week